Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to CAG Radio, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is showcasing tomorrow's art giants today. CAG Media has two purposes. First is to share art business ideas, and secondly, to introduce artists to the buying public. You can listen to previously recorded shows on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio by typing in CAG Media. Or you can visit our website at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and just click on the Media tab. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is always looking for exceptional new artists. And if it describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you are interested in purchasing art, please visit us online at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. You are listening to our ongoing series, The Business of Art, with artist and poet Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Each week, Sharon explores the business aspects behind the beautiful artwork that artists create and ultimately sell. And now, here she is, Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Hello, and thank you for joining me this morning. My name is Sharon Bell Hawkshaw, and you're listening to The Business of Art. Today is Episode 5 and we're concentrating on your business structure and organization. Once you've made your commitment to start an art business, there's no way around the need to learn basic business practices in order to succeed. Learning these practices is not a guarantee for success, but it is certainly the most intelligent way to approach success. If you plan to earn a living as an artist, you must start by establishing your business as an entity. You want to become legal to convince yourself that you are serious. Everyone else you deal with will then take the business seriously, too. Take the following list of things to do one step at a time. It will take you several days to complete, some patience, and a little money. When you finish, you will be a professional, registered business. So, the first step is your business name. You don't have a business name. Well, it's a good time to start thinking of one. You don't have to come up with it right away. In fact, do spend some time brainstorming with friends and family. Don't finalize any names until you're certain that this is the one that's good for you. Test it out. Make sure it creates a good image for you and your artwork. Now, some people ask, why have a business name? Why not just use your own name? Your business name can summarize your style, subject matter, or philosophy in art. And that's what it should do. Make it show clearly who you are and what you do. When you've decided on the perfect name, you will need to go to your local county clerk's office to register your fictitious name. They will verify that no one in your area is doing business with that name. You will have to place an announcement in the local paper for several issues running, 
and typically the cost is around $25 to $50, depending on what metropolitan area you're in. The next thing that you need to do is inquire about business licenses. Contact your local Chamber of Commerce to verify that you don't need any special license for doing business in your particular area. Some residential areas require a business license, some don't. Some tax your business assets, some don't. Make sure there are no zoning problems regarding your business, such as parking, delivery, etc. The next step is your bank account. Open a business checking account. Have business checks printed with your company name. It will make you feel and look like a professional. You can be you are not required by law to have a separate account if you're doing business as a sole proprietor. But if you ever get audited, it's easier to convince the IRS that you are in business. It also makes it easier to keep track of your business expenses. I am a firm believer of not commingling funds. I would give your business a certain amount of money to start off with and then adds a business loan to your business. And once your business starts making money, your business will be required to pay you back the loan. I do believe that your personal funds should stay in your personal checking account and your business funds should stay in your business checking account. The next step is a sales tax permit. All states require a retail business, and that's what you are, to collect sales tax. As a retailer, you must charge sales tax on your retail sales just as car dealer, a drugstore, or a department store would. When you write up the sales receipt, you add on your state sales tax. The taxes you collect from customers are paid by you to the Board of Equalization, usually quarterly or annually. When you sell to a wholesale client, i.e. someone who resells your work, you do not charge tax. This wholesale client must have a sales tax permit, just as you do. You must keep a record of their resale number on your invoice in case you get audited. One applies for a permit at the local Board of Equalization. A sales tax permit does not cost anything. You simply need to apply by filling out a form. When you fill out the form, indicate honestly what you think you will be making in the first year from the sale of your art. Do not overestimate. Be modest. They are not holding you to any figures. They could require you to make a security deposit if they see that the amount of monthly sales will be substantial. The Board of Equalization will give you all the information you need on how to charge tax as well as how to fill out your sales tax return. The sales tax office does audit regularly, and they love to audit both commercial and fine artists, so keep accurate and honest records. A resale number also allows you to buy certain products without paying taxes. Anything that becomes part of an artwork intended to be resold, paint, canvas, frame, marble, etc., can be purchased without paying tax. You will be asked to, pres to present your sales tax permit when purchasing such items. Items such as easels, paintbrushes, books, etc. do not become part of your end product and are therefore taxable. Another item that you need to investigate is insurance. Examine your situation to see which types of insurance you might need. Private possessions, artworks, health, medical, life, liability, fire, earthquake, absence from work due to illness, auto, etc. You can also get coverage for your studio, business records, and artwork in progress. But do you need all this insurance? Probably not. 
Find a good insurance agent, see how much it all costs, and then make your educated choice. Some artist organizations offer package deals on various types of insurance. See if the organizations you belong to or, or in your area offer insurance that you might need. If you have an active studio with many people coming and going, you should consider casualty liability insurance. The same is true if you exhibit at fairs and shows. People could sue you if they tripped over a rug in your booth. If you work with art councils on big commissions, they generally require you to have liability coverage. If a work of art is lost or damaged while being delivered to a client, your homeowner's or renter's policy probably won't cover the loss. The insurance you need is called Inland Marine Insurance and is usually added onto a regular policy. If you ship a lot of work, this could be a useful policy. It overrides any need for insurance coverage when shipping by mail or freight. Federal Identification Number If you eventually hire employees, you will need to apply for a federal tax identification number. Usually, your local small business development center can help educate you in this area. If you are considering hiring help, remember it ends up to be more expensive than just a per-hour rate. As an employer, you have SDI taxes, FICA taxes, benefits, workers' compensation insurance, etc. Unless you have a very good reason for hiring someone, try to work with freelancers. The general requirements for being considered a freelancer are freelancers are in business for themselves. They usually have a variety of clients that do work for. Freelancers conduct their activity off your premises. They can have meetings with you there, but they cannot do the actual physical labor on your premises. And generally, you must pay them by the job, not by the hour. Okay, then. We're running a little long today, so let's stop here. We'll pick this back up next week. You have a lot to do, so I send each of you my best wishes. Thank you for joining me this morning, and keep creating. Bye. You have been listening to The Business of Art, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. You can find the Business of Art radio show along with the other media programs presented by CAG Media on our website at www.contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio, and just type in CAG Media. Contemporary Art Gallery is always looking for exceptional new artists. This describes you. Visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you're interested in purchasing art, please visit us at our website, ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. We'll see you next Saturday at 11 a.m. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you.